ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
worship and adore the Lamb of God, victorious, our
Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the privilege to sit in your presence to enjoy the fellowship of the Spirit. We ask that you grant us the blessing of your guidance. Thank you, Lord, that upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. Thank you for deliverance tonight. And your people shall possess their possessions. That these two nights represent a reversal of the works of the enemy. An impartation for destiny. And a re-ignition of burnt out lamps that what was off shall be turned on what was in short supply shall be in abundance I also thank you for the spirits of just men made perfect including the spirit of our father Bishop Dagwood Mills which is with us here tonight that as we abide under the tabernacle, we shall be saved. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. It's a joy to welcome you tonight. Um, it, it's nice to see you in church on a Monday evening, even though we are here with a special exit. Yes. But I believe that God has a blessing for our lives. Because you will be blessed in these two nights. There will be great disappointment in the camp of anything that is an enemy to you. What they are expecting of you shall not come to pass. Because this convention represents a divine escape for your life. You will stand where you never would have stood but for tonight. You will see what you would never have seen but for tonight. And any wall of limitation is broken in Jesus' name. It cannot be that you with God and somebody without God will have the same story. Your story is different. I said your story is different. There shall be clarity of purpose. Anyone who sees you will know that God is with you. Your lot will not be the lot of millions of Ghanaians. Your lot will be the lot of people who are in Ghana but are seated in heavenly places. From now on, people will see that you have a, you have a second address. You will not only be known as a Ghanaian. 
but as a citizen of heaven. So get ready to begin a life of heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Enter the supernatural. Enjoy the clouds. Let the clouds pour rain. Let grace abound for you. Let the healing wings of, the, of, of Jehovah always blow winds of healing. Winds of grace. Winds of blessing. I see a wind blowing. A wind. A wind blowing. And the wind is blowing from a wing of an angel. You will never be the same again. What you should have had that you never had. You will have it. You will have it. You will have it. This is the time. This is the time. We've been to school. We have degrees. We know people in power. But we've come to understand that eventually what determines our lives is not our degrees. Eventually what determines our lives is not your handsomeness. There are more handsome people like you who are not being chosen. But because of the blessing, because of the removal of a curse, you have escaped. Will be different from your family members. Right now, it looks as if you are behind. But there's a catching up anointing coming right now. It's a catching up anointing. 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 You run faster than you've run before. Even your walking will have a higher speed than somebody running. And there's healing in this place right now. Not the healing of your stomach ulcer, but the healing of your destiny. The correction of your destiny. What is small and must be great is becoming great. There is a supernatural rearrangement. Enjoy that rearrangement. I see angels taking something from here and putting it here. Something from here, putting it here. Something from here. People are crossing borders because of you. I said people are crossing borders because of you. Some of you, after tonight, you are going to have relationships with foreigners. When I say foreigners, I, I'm not talking about a Scandinavian or a German. He may be a Togolese, but he's a carrier of destiny for you. Anything that must be in your life and it's not there, it's coming there. Anything that was lacking in your life and has not been found, angels are bringing it. Your eyes are being opened to see what you've not seen.
receive supernatural impartations. You are not here for nothing. You will take something home. You will take something home. We always thank God for the things we have. A good job. Eight A's. A visa to Japan, a car you drive, but a blessing is overtaking all these things. I said a blessing is overtaking all these things. I want you to listen very carefully. You will find a blessing. You will find a blessing. Please lift up your two hands and pray that you'll be wise. Pray that you'll be wise. That your eyes will see. That your ears will hear. Father, we thank you. Somebody has been blessed already. Somebody has been blessed already. Even somebody here, you can even begin to thank God for the blessing. Father, we thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Just lift your right hand up and receive something from the atmosphere. There are clouds and God is touching you with mercy. A mercy cloud is touching you. A grace you've not experienced before is coming your way. Now you are receiving help. You are receiving help. Receive help. Receive help. Father, we thank you. We thank you for help. Thank him 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 for help. Father, we bless you. We are so grateful to you. We say, let your will be done, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Revelations. 
chapter 22 and verse number 3. The theme for this short convention we are having is neutralizing the curse. Neutralizing the curse. And Revelations 22 and verse 3 says, It's a prediction about our lives in heaven. It says, And there shall be no more curse. That is the hallmark of life in heaven is that there will be no more curse. A curse, that word, will not be associated with your life. I mean, there is nothing like a curse. We don't even discuss it in heaven. It's not, it's, not, it's not a discussion. You don't talk about it. There shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Later on, later on, I'm sure in some four months or five months, God willing, we shall come back to this verse. Because this is not the only convention I'm having about cases. Yes, I'm going to have this year, I'm going to be having sporadic encounters. I said what? Sporadic, sporadic encounters. Yeah. Because there is something following you. There is something about your life. That has not factored in the presence of a pastor God sent into your life with a word. Now, I'm that pastor God has sent into your life. And the demons did not factor that in. They saw you alone with your wife, with your sisters, with your brothers. But they did not know that there is somebody called the messenger of God. He said, behold, I sent to you the messenger my messenger, a carrier of blessings. Yes. What your auntie suffered that you must suffer, the last time it was mentioned is the last time it will be mentioned. Amen. There shall be no more curse. That is when we are in heaven. But on earth, there are curses. It is in heaven that we will not need this teaching. There will be nothing like a convention like this in heaven. If there's a convention, we'll be talking about something else. Ne because a curse is not part of the heavenly life. But on earth, under the sun, we are dealing with curses. You know, life is like being in a room with jollof rice and banku and tilapia and pork chops 
on different tables. Different tables. <laughs> They're receiving a bowl of water under one of the tables to wash your hands. With a napkin lying by the side. You're becoming hungry already. Well, control your hunger because I've not finished the description. That is life. Food, you know, your jollof. Think of your nice meal. Like Gary Sokins. With groundnuts in it. Yes, that's a delicacy. Yes. Yeah. But by the side of the jollof bowl is a snake. And under the table where the water is, is an alligator. And there's a fridge with Malta Guinness and Coca-Cola and so on. But the handle of the, of the door, the handle of the fridge's door is the head of a cobra. In the same room. Yes. Walking at the back behind all these tables is a lion moving up and down. Yes. <laughs> the hunger is gone. Oh, but I thought you said you were hungry. <laughs> now, you should be able to eat your food. Yes. And I prophesy that you will eat your food. The presence of a lion in the room will not prevent you from eating your banku and your tilapia. No. You eat, you will die. No. Yeah. That is the story. Many of you are not eating. You are not eating. Yeah, because the blessings in our lives are also lying in the midst of curses. And sometimes there's even no light in the room. Once in a while, the light comes on in a flash. You will eat your pork chops. The lion, the crocodile. I mean, the handle of the fridge is the head of a cobra. We will find another way to open the fridge. <laughs> Minya, I said, we will find another way to do what? To open the fridge. He said, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Yes. In the, that's why people are unable to eat their food. They can't eat. You see the enemy and you lose appetite. Right now, somebody has lost appetite. Right now. I mean, early go, somebody already has lost appetite. Yes. <laughs> but any appetite you have lost is returning to your mouth. The arrangement of God for our lives is that, you see, because of Adam and Eve and other things, we are walking in the midst of curses and demons and issues. Yeah. Sometimes before you touch the jollof, a snake will bite you. But you must learn how to eat your jollof with the bite of the snake on your hand. Yes. There shall be no more curse in heaven. But here on earth, we are going to have to contend 
Yeah. There are curses here. There are curses. You see, and that is what guides our lives eventually. What guides your life is not a law degree. What guides your life is not an engineering certificate. Yeah, the ultimate guide of our lives is either a curse or a blessing. A curse. But these two days, there will be a minimization of curses and a maximization of blessings. Receive it now. That is why a lot of people sitting here cannot eat. Lost appetite. But it is coming back. Can you feel it as it's coming? It's coming back. They cannot eat. Yes. Curses have prevented people from eating their food. Now, what is a curse? First of all, shall we clap our hands for this beautiful book, How to Neutralize Curses by Doug Heward Mills? How to Neutralize Curses, Doug Heward Mills. Yes. How to? So anything that is a curse in your life will be neutralized. So that you'll be free. Whatever has been worrying your life will not be a source of worry again. I cannot wait to launch this book in this church on Sundays. One Sunday. Now, a curse that life on earth is dotted with continual frustration, persistent unhappiness, desolation, unexplained misfortune, death, emptiness, frequent harassment, confusion, futility, war, constant conflict, and poverty. Such a description has only one definition. A curse. Most people are not even aware of the fact that there are curses in the earth. Some of you are going to discover breaking news in this room these two nights. You are not even aware that there is something that, that is lying down called a curse. Hmm. But you will know it tonight. Yes. A curse is a very terrible thing. It attaches itself to your life and becomes the compass that guides you. What is a curse? What is a curse? Number one. A curse is an appeal to some supernatural power to inflict evil on someone. You can just listen. You'll get the book soon. A curse is an appeal. An appeal to a supernatural power to inflict evil. So some of you are here. People have made appeals to a supernatural power because there are supernatural powers to inflict evil. 
So a lot of the things that happen, they happen because of the appeal. Like when I came to this church eight years ago, about two or three months into my stay, a pastor, a brother, he was a pastor, he's still a pastor, came to see me that, asked me if I am aware of what is happening. I said, what is happening? What is going on? So, oh, some members of this church have taken your name, have taken you to a shrine in Have in the Volta region. They went there because I had come to the church as a disturbance. They were freely moving around. Yeah, this is eight years ago. And I asked them, do you know them? He said, yes, I know them. So I said, did you go with them? He said, no. I said, I will not join you. But I felt that I should tell you. So within three, four, five months, some people went to make an appeal. They went to appeal to a shrine, a deity, to ensure my removal within one year. But I've been here for eight years. By the grace of God. And we are still going. That is why I am confident that anywhere they have taken your name to, the same power that is at work in me shall also be at work in you. I said the same power shall be at work in you. Receive your deliverance. You may please be seated because it's not... Um, yeah. In Numbers 23 verse 7 He said And he took up his parable And said Balak the king of Moab Has brought me from Aram Out of the mountains of the east Saying come Come You see some of you are, you, you are too much into your MBA You are too much into your money Your bank account You are too much into your your beauty and your handsomeness there is another power that is bigger than what you than your car or your house or your money look at it this is the bible it said balak is the balak the king of moab has brought me from aram i mean I, I, I don't normally live here i'm here from somewhere and he has brought me out of the mountains of the east saying come and curse me jacob Come and curse Jacob for me. They went to the shrine and said, Curse that pastor for me. Come and defy Israel. Verse 8. How shall I curse? <laughs> I hear such a statement being made about you. How shall I curse? Whom God hath not cursed? These words are in the Bible. God does not only give Bibles and pregnancies and visas. There are words in the Bible. Yeah, because God can curse you. God can curse you. It is when God curses you that when somebody curses you, it just happens. When you do something against God's law, a curse comes upon you. I'm telling you. How shall I curse? Whom God has not cursed? Because I've done nothing. I was in my church. In a branch with my children, very happy. We're there, happy. Small church. And then my pastor said, move from your church and come to a church. I've come, I didn't uh, kill anybody. 
I didn't fill any forms. I didn't do anything. I mean, I, 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 I was just transferred. I didn't write a letter of application. I was there. He said, come. And I came. I've done nothing wrong. Even the first day, what was the message I preached the first day? About soul winning. I didn't preach about sowing into the pastor's life or, you know, coming to the pastor's house to weed the, a, a farm or what. Nothing. Just evangelism. I remember I was preaching from tell them. I've done nothing bad. I've done nothing bad. So, so whether the shrine is at Have or Sogakokwe uh, uh, or Nangpala or Hafasini, doesn't matter. You are escaping. Amen. I said you are escaping. Amen. Hmm. How shall I curse? So you must not do something that will let God curse you. Because it will worry you. As soon as the curse comes upon your life, it takes over your degree. Yeah, it takes over your intelligence. It takes over your beauty. It takes over your handsomeness. It takes over your skill. It takes over everything. It's like now the curse is the dominating force. Let's go, number two. A curse is any expressed wish. That some form of uh, that some form of adversity or misfortune will befall or attach itself to someone. A curse is an expressed wish, a wish that you will never marry. A wish that your son will never pass his exams. A wish that you will die after forty-five years. If you are walking about here and you think everybody is thinking good of you, you were born yesterday. I don't care how much hair is in your armpit. You were born yesterday. It's an express. It's, it's a wish. They have, they, they, they have not gone to a deity or a supernatural power. This time they have, it, it, it's a wish. Yeah. When somebody is having the wedding and they are coming down, the man is standing there waiting for the girl to come and the girl comes and then the, the, the father hands over the girl and so some people are there they are wishing that exactly one year after that arrangement there there will be nothing tonight eh tonight you will you will you will jump and catch what you have dropped i said you will jump and catch what you have dropped i said you will jump and catch what you have dropped turn your bibles take your bibles read Deuteronomy, don't, don't even project it. Now, this one, look inside your Bible. Hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 18. Cursed be the man. That maketh any graving or molten image. An abomination unto the Lord. The work of the hands of the craftsman. And put it, it in a secret place. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. Say Amen. amen. A ca- See, when I say an expressed wish, you are reading an expressed wish. It's not only human beings who express that wish. God also expresses that wish. If you bow to an idol, God has expressed a wish. 
And the wish is that you are cursed. When your family members are going for a festival, if you have the power, don't go with them. Don't go with them. Yes, don't go with them. Because you are, you are compounding a problem of your life. You are sinking into more negative. Yes. If you are a man here and you've got beads, beads around your waist, remove it tonight. Don't do anything that will let somebody express. Hush! I feel something. You will escape any curse. You see, that is the reason why I, this is important because, you see, there are cursed families. Yes. Cursed families. Who, the curse is from an idol. Whether yeah. they are fantasies, gas, and it's in the family. And some of you here are part of that type of life. And the idol is worshipped. It's, it's, it's like the God. You know, one pastor was with his wife in the house. And his mother, that's a pastor's mother-in-law or the pastor's, the, the wife. The wife is also a lady pastor, actually. So the, a pastor and a lady pastor. And they were in the house and the lady pastor's mother came. But the pastor had to go somewhere. So he left the lady pastor with her mother. So he went. When he came back, he asked the lady pastor, Where is mommy? So mommy has left. Oh, so soon. I thought she was she would sleep. So she, she's left. True story. I can show you where it happened. So, oh, so, so what, what news did she bring? What was happening? Then the, then the lady pastor told the husband to sit down. He said, what is it? He said, my mother came here with a story that is very interesting. She brought, she put down her bag and removed an object. That this thing, today I'm informing you that in our family, this is our God. But it moves from house to house. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know whether you think I'm joking. It moves. So it has been with your uncles, your aunties in different cities. Even I said, I'm, 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 I'm coming from Isamankasi. Because it has been with your uncle for, a, for about some months. But when we checked the timetable, it's your turn to keep it. Lady pastor. So I'm bringing it to you, but know that you will have it for six months. Yes. He said, curse is a man that maketh any graven image. The wife, the lady pastor said, she dismissed the mother from the house immediately. That is how come the husband did not come to meet. He said, please, 
Take it away. I am born again. Take it away. Away. But some of you here believe in such things. Because you have some in your house. See, some of you, even the powder you use for your face is a special powder from somewhere. Yeah. Anytime you apply the powder, there is a curse on your life. The mother left. Never spoke to her. I don't know if the, if the situation has changed. Yes. Never allow. When you are going to write exams, don't let your mother or your father take you somewhere to go and see somebody. Yes. All these things, they make an already, because I'm, I'm going to show you, I mean, what we are suffering from. Already, life is not easy. Don't do things that will make life more complex for you. Don't. Don't. God can help you to get a job. God can help you to pass your exams. If you write and you fail, write it again. If you fail, come, I will show you how to pass it. You don't need special powder. You don't need uh, something on your wrist. It's a curse. Now, what is, what is a curse? A curse, see, to be cursed, number three, to be cursed is to be sentenced to demotion and inferiority. It's a sentence. You are sentenced to demotion and inferiority. So, as you are there, you are going to school, you are traveling up and down, you are going to London, America, and you pass through uh, Germany and so on. There is a sentence on your life. That no matter what you do, you will sell beans. Uh, let me just, I'm, I'm quickly going through. Whatever is around you or attached itself. See, I'm, I want to hurry up to read this thing because I want to make a long jump and go to the last chapters. Yes, because you will have the book one of these days. And I'm going to show you how to overcome cases. Yes, how to overcome cases. I didn't call you here to come and talk to you about, uh, 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 what, what, what's the name, what, what causes cases. But you need to have a very, very healthy respect. Healthy respect. Some people don't have any respect. You see, like a snake. You must have a healthy respect for a snake. Yes. No matter how used you are to snakes, you must have a healthy respect because a snake, look, we were in, um, what is the name of that place? Victoria Falls, we were? Victoria Falls, yes. And we went to look, went to a snake zoo. The zoo is just for snakes. And the guy there is an expert. He has, I mean, he knows. He said, anywhere, anytime, anywhere there's a snake issue, he's the one they call in the entire Victoria Falls region. A senior man. So he took us from snake to snake. This snake, rattlesnake, this, 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 this. Then we went to a snake called the Black Mamba. Look. One of them, oh, any snake, the guy would just open it, try and put his hand somewhere, you know, like, you know, put a stick in it and so on. But when we got to the black mamba, he said, this one is different. 
a healthy respect for a black member. Yeah, he said, this one is different. Some of you, you have played with toys, you have played with devils, you have played with malams, but you must have a healthy respect with a curse. A curse is very different. Yes. When you are cursed, you are not naked though. You are wearing suit, but there's a curse inside the shirt. <laughs> when you are cursed, it's when you will walk and be sweating. You walk small, you swear, you are cleaning your armpit and you put a handkerchief behind your, uh, your, your collar. No! No! You are in your air-conditioned car, but there's a curse inside. Anything that represents a curse in your life, tonight, by the word, the word coming from my mouth, I release a neutralization force in the name of Jesus. You will not be sentenced to demotion. You rise, you go, you go, you try. Do you know what it takes to get a beloved? Hey, tonight, is it tomorrow night or so? There will be a sharing of beloveds. Oh, yes. Yes. Beloveds. Yeah. Even if you are married, you will get a beloved. Your wife will be your beloved. Your husband will be your beloved. Because you may be married, but there's nonsense in the marriage. I've seen some. It's not about you're not impressed with a wedding ring. What's a wedding ring? By the time you are living here tomorrow night, somebody will be in love with you. It may be your wife, it may be your husband, it may be some sister, it may be a boy from Nigeria. Oh, yes. Yes. A tall, handsome guy from Portacot. If you have a beloved already, he will fall in love with you again. I said again. You will never be a subject of spells and divinations and enchantment. You are free to pass your exam. You are free to prosper. You are free to marry. You are free to travel. You are free to be great. Receive it now. You are wearing snakeskin shoes, but you are cursed. Number four, let's quickly, we need to close the meeting. To be cursed is to be never established. A fugitive. Continually on the run. It's here. Continually on the run. Yeah. And it's one of the things, maybe it's, it's, it's it. tomorrow. To be never established. There are people like that. That's why years ago, I remember I was preaching at a convention somewhere. Shashi. Shashi. Were you with me in Shashi? How many years ago was that? It's more than four years. It's more than four years. And the Lord, I was preaching about blessings. Honoring your father. I have never heard that before. I was with an angel in that room. That's why even I remember, I don't normally remember places. But I know it was Shashi. Yeah. The Lord spoke to me. He said, he said that thy days may be long. That, that thou mayest live long. That thou mayest live long. And the Lord said, that live long is not just being 90 years old. Yeah. Or being 102. It may be. But to live long means to last for a long time in one place. To live long in a place of blessing. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I never knew I'll be reading this also in a church. 
That is, to be never, I, I didn't know it was, this was here. You see, a curse is to be never established. Listen, what, even if you move from Ecobank, which bank are you in now? Ecobank? Ecobank. Oh, I see. I didn't know. Ecobank to stand chat, to stand big, to stand form, to stand forth, to commercial bank, to backless bank. Even if you are, you become an MD, MD in Stanbeck, MD in Zenith Bank, MD in Sanchat, MD what? The very fact that you are moving too much means there's a curse on your life. It's not about moving from Stanbeck to be a messenger in Stanchat. Yes. There is a certain, you see, if you cannot stay in one place for a long time, it means there is a blessing you are lacking. The people who are blessed, they remain in one place of blessing for a very, very long time. So, you will notice, you will pass your exam, you will be, you will be handsome, beautiful, you will have money, but a voice will come and tell you, leave the church. Don't stay. They don't love you. Yesterday, Sunday, and I told him, I said, I, I, it was prophetic. I said, I have put you on my chair. He sat on my chair, and I was standing with three pastors in the room. I said, as you are here, you are, you are from somewhere, you have come, God has stabilized you. The, 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 the privileges you have, many people don't have it. But still, you are not happy. Did you not tell the sister this yesterday and this and that? As, I, as, I, as I'm looking at you, I see somebody, the devil wants to destroy. It's not, this, it's not Indian hempo. It's not like have HIV. All he will do for you, because you see, the Bible describes us as the plantings of the Lord. Trees of righteousness. And a tree is not meant to be moved here and there. You plant a fruit and plant a fruit. A tree's blessing is to be in one place. I'm preaching. Can you believe it? Some of you think it's only in the Bible that you see some things. Jesus told Judas... He said, I feel you are going to betray me. If you want to betray me, go and betray me. But just do it quickly. When Judas left the meeting room, the boardroom, the first thing he did was to go and see chief priests and scribes. He negotiated the life of his master for 30 pieces of silver. This brother I'm talking about, yesterday, when he left the church, the only thing he did was to eject himself from all the water platforms. It's on the church today. The next time you meet him, you will realize that he'll be driving a car. When he was in this church, he didn't have a car. The next time you meet, you see that he's, he's driving a car. Then you hear, you see some flyers on Facebook that he's having his wedding. But don't be mistaken. Don't be mistaken. It's a case. It's a case. 
your inability. Look, this church, I've told you already, that's just one out of our 27 or 28 things I've experienced in this church. 28. What I've told you is just one. That I was sent to have a, I'm st- my name, I don't know whether they are going to remove it or my name is still there. I, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can mention more things. We've been, we've, we've been very happy in this church. When I say this church, I, 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 don't, I don't mean just bread of life. We've been sad here. Lighthouse. Yeah. I've been angry. I've been offended. I've been hurt. I've been blessed. I have laughed. I've been excited. I have been everything. But I am still here. Because I need to demonstrate to the world that I am not cursed. When Cain killed Abel, God spoke a curse on him. And the curse on Abel was that he said, you will be a figure. You see, a fugitive. He said, you will be a fugitive. Just moving up and down. Like in Nigeria now, I was told when I went, there, that right now the, 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 the crisis is so bad that people Nigerians they just move you, want, you don't and don't worry if you don't understand they are just walking about like you see somebody he's just moving then you meet his friend tell him how what, what did they do oh and they go here make you go then you go they just go they're just moving there's no job, they can't go to school there's nothing there, nothing there only a few people have just taken everything in the country and, but the guy, a Nigerian he said, now what, what is happening there now is movement back, 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 movement yeah. but not back, 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 as in like, um, what do you call it like Sakawa or 419, no, no when I say movement, I mean Moving, I mean, just, just like so, so they wake up, they bat, and they start moving. You see them. So, so when you go, when you are in Lagos, you see people just walking around. <laughs> Movement. Then you 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 meet somebody. Charlie, how? Oh, waiting. Oh, you got something, make you chop. Then you eat something, some, some granite. When he finishes, he's moving. <laughs> but you shall be in one place. I said, you shall be in one place. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a fugitive. It's a case. Verse 12. Look, I'm not saying don't change jobs. No, that's not what I'm talking about. There will be something that can happen. You need to move from where you are. But don't let it be a frequent lifestyle. Even if you are moving to get more money in other places, one job change, one and a half, two, that's all. Don't change schools. Don't change churches. 
it is a blessing to remain in one place. Amen. It's not that we who are here don't have problems or we have not been offended or we are not angry or we are not. Some people even leave the church out of happiness. Oh, yes. It's like there's too much happiness. He's got too much money. He can't stay among JSS boys. He must move to uh, 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 Legon Interdenominational. That you'll be there. I said, no. Let me go to Red Church. Oh, I'm there. Then Tema, Tema, Interdenominational. And moving, moving, moving. Before you know it, he's drinking urine in a shrine. Tonight is a night of reversal of curses. I said, tonight is a night of reversal of curses. To be cursed is to be is to be in continual sorrow. Continual. It's a curse. You can have sorrow, but whatever you will do to prevent it from becoming persistent, do it. Because once the sorrow becomes too much, it means there's a curse. I mean, if you're if you're uh, uh, what do you call that thing? Your child has died. Don't let the death of your child become a curse. When you cry a little, stop. Stop it because the death of your father can become a curse. Don't, don't, don't allow yourself to live a life of persistent sorrow. Don't. You fail your exam, recover and go to Delcam. Delcam or Ideal. Pay some money, a lot. If your pastor has also been to school, see him to help you. But by all means, don't let that exam you failed allow you to stay in persistent sorrow. It's a curse. Yes, you are cursed. Preaching, baby. Yes, Genesis 3.17. Sorrow. Sorrow. Genesis 3.17. Yeah. In sorrow. It's like, look at it. In sorrow, thou shalt eat. This was the curse. Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Oh, my time is too short. My time is too short. Yeah. It's too short. In sorrow, sorrow, sorrow is part. And I'm speaking now, I'm addressing people whose husbands have died, children have died, your car is lost, your mother is dead. Your uncle is dead. Because some of you, your grandmother is your mother. Not everybody had the chance to live with their mother. So when somebody says, my grandmother says something, you can't trivialize it because that grandmother is a mother. If she has died, cry for three weeks and stop. Tell her, but please stop. Stop crying. Stop it. In sorrow. Number five, to be cursed is to continually have everything work against you all the time. 
Yes. Nothing is working. Every beloved you propose to, it bounces. You are a pastor. You have pastored seven churches already. All of them never work. It's not, it's not, it's not that you are not a good pastor. There is a curse. There's a curse. And tonight is a night of reversal of anything that smells like, looks like a curse. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. And also, pastor, when something works for you, notice it. Yeah, because you will need to remember it because Satan will try to convince you that you are cursed by tell him that, no, my child passed her exams. Yes. Yeah. Not everything is yes. When you are cursed, then everything doesn't work. Yes. It's like light off. Fridge is not working. TV is not working. Even the solar you have done is also blown. All the batteries are blown. To be cursed... Is to sweat. Yeah, that's why I'm sweating. I'm under a curse. Oh, yes. I, I will go on to show you. Sweat is a curse. You are not even pretty, you are sweating. <laughs> to be cursed is to sweat, to struggle, to be agitated, to suffer. Hmm. The fighting, the struggling, the toil and the labor in our world are evidence of the curse. Fightings. Fightings. You quarrel. Then you sit down, you breathe a little, then you start again. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, but I, I heard of a husband and wife. They can quarrel. Then they take a break. They take a break. They don't even go to in the house. They just, they just rest. The, the, the man will go and uh, open the fridge and get some water. The wife will go to the bedroom and go and lie down a little. After 10 minutes, can I? Then they come back. <laughs> Agitation. Continual warfare. But it shall not happen in your house. It shall not happen with your children. Receive that blessing now. Half time. Yeah. Husband and wife, they will quarrel. They say, let's go to work and come. We are late. It's 6 o'clock. Let go on traffic. So the wife will enter her car. The husband will also enter his car. Then they will go. Then they will come. Evening. By 8.30 they have come. And say, yes. And you are saying that what? In, uh, this morning, what were you saying? What were you saying this morning? Ebe! Ebe! You are delivered from continual strife and curses and wars. Sweat, sweat is a curse. That is why, maybe, I don't know whether we will come there ever. I don't know. But let me just say this in. When you go to school, you are preventing a curse. The curse of sweating. Yes. Yeah. One day, was it you? Some workers were on the scaffold here. Stand up. Yes. This boy. There the, the were workers. We, I, think, I think we're sealing. There were some holes here. We we're plastering this place. And there was a major scaffold with workers on it. We're working. And he wasn't serious. So I brought him to the church. Yes. You remember? Yes. I brought him to the church. We got down from the car. I said, get down and come. 
I said, I was frustrated. I, I showed him. I said, do you see this man? They are hanging. One of them, recently in, in Second D, somebody was working on the ceiling, or whatever, doing POP or something on the ceiling. He fell and died. Yes. They were working. They, they were carrying sand in headpans, climbing scaffold. I said, I asked him, do you want to be like this? He looked up. He looked up. He, I think he was measuring the distance. <laughs> so, do you want to be like this? Do you want to go and stand up there and work? He said, no. Then I went to the side. There was a guy who was plastering. I said, do you know how to do this work? He said, no. I said, if you're not serious in school, that is what you are going to become. Is it clear? He said, yes, daddy, it's clear. From that day, he began to get 80%, 90%, 95, 85. Yes, because, because I would prefer to sweat behind my books. Yeah, when you are learning, you are sweating. You see, one day, I, 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 I went to work in a certain place in Accra. I only had a pen, a pen. I went, a pen. When I was coming back, I had equivalent of about $5,000. Yes. With a pen. Sweatless. It's called sweatless triumphs. Sweatless triumphs. But I have already finished sweating in a library somewhere. Yes. In a library. My wife was bringing me cake and mortar guineas. I left the house. I wasn't staying at home. So in the evening, she will bring mortar guineas. In the morning, no, I didn't want rice. Cake. Yes. Fruit cake. <laughs> yes. I ate cake. When I finished the exam, I was, can you imagine me a fat man? I was very fat. <laughs> I had finished sweating. Because you must try. Believe God that you will drive a car with an air conditioner in it. Because too much sweating... One day we shall have an air-conditioned cathedral. Oh, so this is a small place. This is a small place. One, two, three, four, five. Back. Small. My baby is a roof that will disturb us. Yeah. I'm building a church. It's air-conditioned. Yeah. May you prosper to buy an air-conditioner. Every air-conditioner you buy is a reduction of a curse God has placed on man. But even if you come out of it, you will sweat. Some, some sweatings are there. You can't do much about it. But some of you, you sweat in church, you sweat in your bedroom, sweat in your shop, sweat in your church shop, sweat in the carpentry shop, sweat everywhere. Tonight marks the end of sweating arbitrarily in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see an AC in your car. Abba. Number seven, I think I'll, I'll stop here and go into some other things. Tomorrow, I'll continue with the definition of a curse. Yes. To be cursed is to be continually frustrated, unhappy, and to receive the opposite of what you deserve for all your hard work. Say opposite. Yeah. You put in a lot of work 
instead of being recognized and promoted, you are rather demoted. Genesis chapter 4, verse 11. And now thou art cursed from the earth, which had opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. 12. When thou tillest the ground, it shall henceforth yield unto thee, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in there. That is, you, 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 you use your hoe and you break the soil. You break the soil. You break the soil. Then you plant. But it doesn't yield what you are expecting. Today, God is giving you a blessing. Any seed you plant, fruits will come from it. It's what I feel led to pray for you about. That every effort you put into something, you will reap from it. You will get something from it. Verse 13. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Yeah, many people are carrying punishments that are greater than they can bear. But you have been you, you have been exempted from such a sentence. I said you have been exempted from such a sentence. Can you lift up your two hands? Just just sit down and lift your two hands up and just ask the Lord, Father, I do not want more than I can bear. Pray, pray now. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Take it away, Lord. Take it away, Lord. Take it away, Lord. Take it away, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, pray. Keep praying. Lepo sapakayanda la baba. So man de man de lebo da samayandelele. Yes. No, no, no. Reject it in the name of Jesus. Reject it. What you allow will happen. Reject it. Reject it. Reject it. Reject it for your son. Reject it for your daughter. I refuse it. Yes, no. Because sometimes a curse brings that into your life. In the name of Jesus. How, how can you be saved from a curse? I'm giving you two tonight. One, number one, number two. Because I want to enter into prayer. Yes, I, I tell you. We are, going to, we are going to reverse it. How can you be saved from from a case. Number one. Number one. Galatians 3. Verse 13. 
the first way to be saved from a curse is to be born again. Yes. That situation in your family that has run through generations, it can stop at your doorstep. Listen, you see, many of you do not know. You think born again is a song. When you give your life to Christ, you are actually delivered from a curse. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on a tree. So when Christ comes into your life, or when you receive him, you have received redemption from the curse of the law. Now, that law is the law of Moses. Which brought a lot of restrictions. Don't do this. Don't do this. I mean, going by, going by the law of Moses, you cannot even wear a shirt or a dress with different fabrics. Nylon mixed with cotton with 15% polyester. 13% nylon, 16% whatever. No. You were, it, it, was a, it, it would bring a curse to you. You were not allowed to wear trousers as a woman. Something which was originally designed for men. It was, it was against the law of Moses for a woman to wear anything that was for a man. But because of Christ, whether it is earrings or hairstyle or trousers, those things are not, are not see, should not restrict your life. But there are people who are not in Christ. If you read Deuteronomy 28, you see a lot of curses that comes upon people who do this, people who do that. But when you get born again, how many here tonight are born again? You are a born again Christian. Tonight, we are going to enforce our redemption. Amen. I said we are going to enforce our redemption. Amen and enforce our exemption it cannot be that a family member who is not born again will have the same life as you born again Christian sitting in a church I said it will not be that a, a, a cousin who doesn't go to church will suffer the same fate as you it will never happen the next number two and I'm ending here because we are going to pray now and close. Hosea 
chapter 12 and verse 13. And by a prophet, the Lord, so the Lord is the one doing something wrong. But he is doing it through the agency of a prophet. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Now, if you've read your Bible carefully, you will know that the existence of Israel in Egypt was a punishment. It was not an excursion. It's like, you no, know, sometimes you can travel to a place. Um, I was with somebody. Who, who was it? Somebody said, she's praying that her passport will get lost. I was someone. Recently, the person went somewhere. I think was enjoying the place, the country. That he said, he's praying that the, his, his passport or her passport will get lost. Because when your passport is lost, then you, you extend the period. You may need three more weeks to send uh, the, the papers from Togo. I've forgotten where. Somebody recently told me, he's praying, he's praying that his passport will get lost. Because so, it's like where the person is, is enjoying like, ah, I remember. I remember. It's not that Isra- the Israelis lost their passports in Egypt. <laughs> it was a punishment. Because some of you do not know that God punishes. God punishes. The punishment was that they will be carried to a foreign land. Tomorrow I'm going to show you things you must not do. Because this one is not your mother-in-law or your cousin or a shrine. God himself will punish you. I'm leaving it for tomorrow. You do something, God will punish you. And one of the punishments is to hand you over to enemies. So one of the people God used to punish his people were politicians. Oh yes. Most politicians are sent from God to punish people. So is, I'm just saying that Israel found its herself in Egypt. It's not that like they went for an excursion and they lost their passports. It was not a field trip. It was a curse, a punishment. But the Bible says that by a prophet, the same God, you see, that is the mercy of God. Even when he himself is punishing you, he will, he will send a prophet. A, see, a, see, a prophet, like I was telling the church yesterday, a prophet is not somebody who like, can look at your face and tell your car number. Your car number is GN4263-18. No. 
we, we, we are not even in 2018. A prophet is somebody who speaks under inspiration. Pastors are prophets. Tonight, I'm standing in front of you as a prophet. Yes. I've had very prophetic meetings today. Yesterday was even more. Yeah. Exactly what I said yesterday has happened. Don't, don't, don't be agitated that we don't call ourselves prophets. Once we take a Bible and we, we pray, and we are say, we are say, turn your Bible to Genesis. It means inspiration has come. I said, anytime you hear, turn your Bible to Genesis, it means inspiration has come. Turn your Bible to Job, it means inspiration has come. You will never be short of the supply of guidance from the representations that come to you from God. So, and I will give you pastors. So, it is very important for you to understand that one of the people God uses to remove you from curses is a man he inspires for you. He said, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt and by a prophet was he preserved. Even that your preservation from demonic powers, the preservation of your marriage. Yes. I met husband, a wife she told me that my husband says that he will kill me okay so I called the husband I said, did you say you will kill Alice he said oh um, allow me to explain myself I said explain yourself and he gave the explanation. And I said, when did this matter happen? So it happened like, like three months or four months ago. I said, so when these problems were going on, did you find it needful to speak to a pastor in the church about it? And the wife sw- spoke, said, instead of talking to the pastor, he went to speak to an uncle. So I said, so has the problem been solved? He said, no, it has become worse. It has become worse. Then, as I, as I started, I realized that these people are about to suffer as if they have already been suffering because they did not, you see, I spent just some 45 minutes on the phone talking. By the time I finished talking, the problem was solved. Now, now this problem has been there for about four months no, we are in April. So this is about six months. October, November, December. Then six months. So six months of blows in the house could have been averted by, you see, I'm talking about preserving, preserving. That by, by just sitting in front of your pastor because, you see, your uncle may be older and may have gray hairs, but a pastor or a prophet is different. We are not using gray hairs. Demons don't understand gray hairs. Demons don't understand engineering. 
demons don't understand medical demons know only one thing the power of god i said the power of god and the power of his word that is why everybody you must have a pastor yes a lady pastor oh you must i have my own i told them i said you because of you i'm putting him on speaker as a man can i can i put you on speaker say yes she must hear what i'm saying so put on speaker and i told the two of them i said the problem you have i have some but the difference between you and i is that i have a pastor and i'm using my pastor to 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 solve my prop my life's problem but you have a pastor and you have decided that you are rather throwing the pastor somewhere to go to an ibushia pain from today may your pastor have a voice i said your lady pastor your pastor your shepherd may he have a voice i want to i want to read a few things second kings 2 some curses you can be delivered from through a prophet. Second Kings 2, verse 19. You can be delivered. One, you can be delivered from the curse of poisonous water and the curse of barren lands and the curse of unfruitfulness. And the curse of poverty from the ministry of a prophet. A prophet in your life can remove the curse. I'm giving the list again. Now you can write it down. The curse of, bar- of poisonous water. The curse of barren lands. The curse of unfruitfulness. And the curse of poverty. Poverty. They are broken. If you allow the ministry of a prophet... To be fulfilled in your life. The men of the city said unto Elisha. Behold I pray thee. The situation of this city is pleasant. As my Lord said. But the water is not. And the ground is barren. Can I have another translation? I want to know what the word not means. The water is bad. The water is polluted. The receptor. Look, the prophet does not need to work with Ghana Water Company. But he can heal the pollution in your water. And the land is unproductive. Any area of your life that is unproductive, avoid the voice of a prophet. Yeah. Look, God has used me. God has used me. I, I see it. To make barren businesses come to life. Barren relationships come to life. Sometimes I wonder, but it's, I'm, I'm not seeing it here. Verse 20. And he said, bring me a new cruise. And put salt therein. That is when your water is polluted. And your ground is barren. A prophet can tell you what to do. Do this. Do this. It's called a country. Now, when your prophet is telling you to do this and to do that, 
It may not be related. Look at it. He said, and put salt. Bring me a new cruise. And put salt in it. And they brought it to him. Verse 21. And he went forth onto the spring of the waters and cast the salt in there. And said, thus said the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. May a prophetic guidance remove the pollution inside your life. I want you, I want to beg you to please lift your two hands and pray the Lord. Send the word. Send the word. I think that the meeting can end right now. Father, I thank you that curses are broken. Thank you for tomorrow. Thank you for subsequent sporadic encounters. For we shall do war and wage war and do battle against things that contend with our destiny. But right now we say, Lord, our ears are open. For the curse exists, but there's wisdom for that curse. And Lord, may the carriers of that wisdom be located around us. Be located. When we lift up our eyes, may we see them. And may we identify them. May we know that this person is carrying my husband. This person is carrying my child. This person is carrying my house help. This person is carrying, for these three men were carriers of Isaac. Lord, we position ourselves to be visited. May they come from Togo. May they come from South Africa. May they come from Tema. May they come from Dodoa. May they come from Dansuman. May they come from London. May they come from Egypt. May they come from everywhere. Lord, let your wind blow and let there be a gathering of angels around me. Prophets whose word change my destiny. I thank you, Father, for what you are going to do here tomorrow. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.